Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. Time it is. Definitely bringing you the power slam and pancakes. It's the mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't have devoured him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know. It's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up. Back yes. to battle for Crave Wrestling. 
I just got one quick question. Uh, the newest Featherstone will will the newest Featherstone be a Seth Rollins fan? <laughs> Is he gonna be a Seth Rollins fan? I hope not. Well, I don't want to say oh, that. The thing on. about doggone Seth Rollins, I don't enjoy his monotone. I'm going to take this and I'm going to beat you up and it's going to hurt. And doggone it, Jesus, you are going to feel it. I mean, that thing is old to me. He put on last night on Monday Night Raw. We didn't have a Monday Night Raw, obviously, but it was kind of. He did a good interview. He really did. And uh, when he's not in the middle of the ring and when the spotlight's on him, where he should shine, he really showed. I can kind of get behind him a bit. But. Again, when he tries to be tough, tries to do his shtick, it's always very monotone. Doggone you, I'm going to hurt you so bad, and happy birthday to my niece. I'm really <laughs> So, I mean, really, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, as far as what we think about Seth Rollins, I mean, Ryan, where do you stand? Are you uh, do you think Are you behind Seth? him? Do you think he's the future, the not? Yeah, what do you think about Seth? I think he's totally the future. Seth Rollins is, to quote JBL, is a wrestling god. I just, I mean, I'm a mark for Seth. Like, I, during the Shield days, I seemed like to be the only one that was pro-Seth. Everybody loved Dean. Of course, Dean's awesome, you know, indie darling. Um, Roman had the cool factor, the look. I just, I was all about Seth, man. I think... The monotone, maybe it's because I'm monotone, a little tone deaf myself, but I, I get into it. The skill set is amazing. Uh, I actually told Chris that we have a bet that's probably going to be, I don't know, 15 to 20 years old because I told him that Seth Rollins will be the first one to be inducted into the Hall of Fame at the end of the the Shields' careers. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm an Ambrose fan. I mean, Personally, I know him. However, with um, Seth Rollins, like I said, with the interview last night, I was really impressed. I don't think last night WWE did well. I mean, if I would have paid money for it, which I didn't, if I would have, I would have been upset because they showed the same thing on Monday night, at least the high spots, the Royal Rumble match. (laughs) So uh, that's cool. But with the interviews and stuff they did in between, it was – I liked it. And, uh, again, I like how Seth Rollins kind of stood up to Brock Lesnar. Again, right now, I don't think Rollins is the answer to the WWE. I don't think uh, Roman Reigns is the answer to the WWE. And a lot of people don't. We'll weigh on that a little bit later. we got a lot to talk about tonight. 90 minutes is never enough. But with the Seth Rollins, it's, it, it's kind of hard to say now, and especially with everybody up in arms with uh, Roman Reigns. After the Royal Rumble. I mean, the Royal Rumble itself, I thought, was a lackluster pay-per-view, just like a lot of them have been. But at the end, when everyone started booing him, it kind of brought up a new controversy. And I'm not saying that Roman Reigns can't stand up to it and everything, but it just kind of gave a vibe of, um, you know, I think WWE fans are smarter than what the, you know, the creative thinks that we are, so... I mean, what's your views on that? Um, Definitely. I mean, social media has kind of, you know, tweaked. Well, not kind of. It has. It's tweaked a lot about the business. You 
can't get away with the same old storylines. I was just watching a the rivalry series on the network uh, with Matt Hardy and Edge. Um, that was one of the first things that with the internet and social media and Matt Hardy going crazy on social media, just they put everything out there. Like you said, we're not stupid now. A lot of the stuff that they got away with, heck, even during the Attitude Era or, you know, post-Attitude Era, beginning of ruthless aggression, they probably couldn't get away with now because, like, we're just smarter. We don't – we're not buying everything. So, it, it just – I don't know. The product as a whole, I don't want to get too off topic, but they just need to things up, man. Just make it seem a little more realistic storyline-wise. The wrestling is the wrestling. The athleticism is still there. But storyline-wise, just tighten, tighten some loose ends up, man. And when we talk about the Rumble later, I have a little thing about that. So we can keep yeah, on going. Know, <laughs> yeah. The Rumble the Rumble is pretty much all we have to talk about tonight. Again, again there wasn't much of a Raw due to weather delays. And, you know, that's I don't know if that's ever happened. I can't remember in recent memory where something like that's happened other than a baseball game where it gets rained out. But, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Different. I, mean, I was upset, actually, when I read halfway uh, through my work day yesterday and I said, Raw is canceled. And I'm like, what? That never happened. Yeah. And apparently, I mean, the storm wasn't even as bad as it was supposed to be. But anyway, I'm not a meteorologist, so. But, yeah, I mean, Royal Rumble, we're going to hit on that a lot tonight. I mean, let's start with it. I mean, honestly, we had the New Age Outlaws come out last night. Love the New Age Outlaws. Always been a huge fan, the DX thing. Ascension, pretty much, I mean, they have the match. They beat them totally. Ascension's been used to beating jobbers. This is their first big win. I know a lot of people, I mean, if you read some of the dirt sheets and the rumors, that uh, you know, the Ascension's got a lot of heat for ripping on LOD or the Road Royers, and uh, I mean that kind of hit that kind of hits home because you know, I'm a traditionalist. You are, Chris is. I mean, we don't like to see new up and come people say you know, drug or derogatory things about our heroes. Our, our, but the Ascension did. They went that route with really nothing behind them. But then they come out and they beat the New Age Outlaws. Is that a good enough win for them, you think, to uh, legitimize them in a, a tag team division that's been in shambles for a while? I mean, there's really nothing to look forward to. So, I mean, is, well, is the Ascension, what are they going to be, Ryan? Well, I don't want to lose credibility for Crave Wrestling here, but uh, I think I'm actually starting to buy in to the Ascension. And then... And hear me out here. It's not I'm not becoming a fan or anything like that. I just think it's I think I'm in it for the long haul here. Like I think they're just supposed to be that team that's just gonna get massive heat, um, no matter what they do. And it's just heat as in just kinda maybe the X Pac heat almost. Um and I think that's okay. Because it would the, like if the ascent when the ascension and the Usos go to feud one day down the road, that's going to help the Usos massively. Because um, we know Usos can get a bit stale, people say. But I love the Usos. But it's they get somebody like the ascension, and you have no choice but to like the other team. It doesn't matter who it is. So that's why I'm kind of starting to buy in on them, and uh, maybe they will help the tag team division. So, crazier things have happened. 
Crazier things have happened, and you know, it's it, it's still yeah, you're right. It's too early to tell about the ascension. We're gonna have their past with NXT, and it's just kind of you don't know where to put these guys yet. I mean, they've beaten jobbers on Raw. When have you ever seen a jobber on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown? Right back <laughs> first run. <laughs> okay, back yeah, but I mean, they, still, they had merchandise. I mean, the ascension <laughs> hasn't beaten anyone. Had merchandise yet, except for last night, and I, I'm probably sure I've got some New Age Outlaw stuff around here if I dig deep enough in our studios. Yeah, yeah. I'm 32, I, and uh, the the Outlaws were winning tag titles when I was what 15, so that'll tell you something right there. <laughs> oh, exactly, man. Nothing. I don't think anything will touch the Attitude Era. I mean, you had the Rock and Wrestling in the 80s, which I was, you know elementary school, and I dug into the Hulk Hogan era and Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ultimate Warrior. But the Attitude Era with the Stone Colds, and then he had The Rock come in, and The Undertaker was at the peak. I mean, for crying out loud, you can't. It was so exciting. Every Monday night was like Christmas. You just could not wait. Every pay-per-view was just... You would scrape your money to get your newspaper out just so you could watch it. It was... I've never experienced wrestling like that in my life, and I probably never will again, unfortunately. But it was just so alive. And, yeah, I'm with you. I'm in my 30s. But the Ascension, yeah, okay. So I don't want to spend too much time on the Ascension. However, I mean, the Royal Rumble itself was was a pay-per-view. I don't want to say it was great. With the Miz Dows and against the Usos. I can see how they could keep the Usos winning. Uh, Miz and Miz Dow, they had a confrontation and the actual Royal Rumble battle itself. But uh, I could almost see this being a WrestleMania turn. I mean, it should build itself to WrestleMania. We still have Fastlane coming up in February. Ladies and gentlemen, just to say, this is episode number 148. Chris Featherstone has a new child. And myself and Ryan, you're hanging out in Ryan's Den tonight. This is Ryan's Den. We're hanging out here tonight with us. Chris will be back next week, but, I mean, this is going to be a fantastic show. you got two awesome wrestling minds together. We're just going over the thing. We're going over Royal Rumble at our own pace. At our own pace. This is what it is tonight. It's laid back. It's easy going. We've got a ton of stuff to go to. I want to say, before we get to that, let's get to a, a trivia question. I want to know, in 1996, on an episode of Monday Night Raw, Gorilla Monsoon was attacked by a certain individual who uh, who made his debut that night, I believe. And uh, on Monday Night Raw, I want to know, who attacked Gorilla Monsoon when he was reciting as president of WWE? And uh, I want to know, it was 1996, who was that individual? We've got plenty of trivia questions tonight. But uh, on top of that, let's continue with the Royal Rumble. Brian, what have you got to say about that? Um, I'll just go off of uh, the match you were just talking about, the uh, Usos and uh, Miz and Mizdow. Uh That rivalry really needs the end, to end. Hopefully that was it. Like I just said, that's kind of hurting the Usos, man, because you, on one hand you're wanting to cheer Mizdow, and then you got Miz who's getting the heat. So they need a legit, just bad guy team to face. Uh, as for Miz and Miz now, <clears throat> I'm ready to 
to pull the Band-Aid off and have Mizdow break off for about, I don't know, maybe two to three weeks. It seems like that's what's going to happen. I hate to sound negative, but we've been in these situations before, and I don't know. Maybe Mizdow can change the course, but usually, man, it's just it's the same old, yeah, he broke off from him, and awesome, now he's gone. Three weeks later, it's back to normal, so... I don't know, but maybe uh, hopefully it does go to Mania, and uh, hopefully Damian Sandow gets his WrestleMania moment. So, you know, it's always good for a guy to get their moment, so that'd be pretty cool uh, coming from that. Oh, that'd be awesome. I mean, that's what we want to see. I mean, we want to see someone like Damian Sandow. I mean, he had money in the bank, not, I mean, a year, yeah. a year and a half ago. To become an absolute nothing, he came out. He was wearing LeBron James gear not too long ago, and just it had <laughs> nothing to do with this stuff. He took up maybe twenty seconds of Raw, and that was it. To be where he is now, I mean, you can't script this. This is something that he did himself. He saw an opportunity, whether it works to Mrs. Mrs. Advantage or not. That's hard to say. But however, I mean, the Miz can still. He can gain from it because, I mean, it puts him in a, a spotlight. If somebody is, they want to see destroy The Miz. However, The Miz is still kind of running the show between the two. But if that's going to blow up, it's going to be, you know, Miz Dow wants his due. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be awesome again. This is something the WWE could really, they need to harness on because it's so, so, so popular. Yeah. I think they know that, and they're going to build it to something. And I just wish they would – I hope they build it to something that's not going to end up on Monday Night Raw, a match between Miz and Sandow, and then it's over with. That's happened before. I don't want to see it happen this time because they've got gold with this. They really do. Well, look so, at uh, Alex Riley and the Miz. That's, that's – I mean, when Riley finally turned on Miz, the crowd went insane and – you know, what did he have? Maybe like a three week feud with Miz and then it was gone, so yeah. Ah uh, yeah. It, it happens for Damian Damian Sandow's sake, this has to be something that's gonna propel him for the short run. I don't think he's the guy for the WWE. I don't think he's gonna be the face, but I'm just saying that I mean he's he's definitely got his uh he's made a rebound that you just don't see that often. And he's played to a T, and I don't think how anybody else could make it better than what he's made it. And uh, that's just a thing. But after that on the Royal Rumble, we've got the Divas match, Bellas against Natalia and Paige. Bellas win. What's your take on the Divas division and the match itself? As for the match itself, um, I didn't really... I don't want to sound rude and say I didn't pay attention. I guess I I didn't get to. I kind of checked in on Twitter at that time, and uh, that's just showing you how the Divas division goes. Uh, very unfortunate, but um, the Divas division is so wacky that I was honestly sitting there waiting, and I'm like, okay, is Paige going to turn back heel on Natalia? I literally thought this match was just to set up a feud between Paige and Natalia. But then I remembered that Paige was doing the Total Divas show, and I realized, oh, yeah, this match is just, we'll see it on Total Divas probably, I don't know, next season or something. So 
Yeah, that, that's the Divas division. The Divas division is the Total Divas show now, and it's very unfortunate. So, to thank uh, Laurenitis for hiring all the swimsuit models and not actual female wrestling talent. That's why I push for the the Emmas, the Pages, the Natalias, because they're actual, they wanted to be wrestlers. And they're great wrestlers. But, yeah, again, I mean, Chris and I have talked about this forever. You've chimed in on it. I mean, we've all discussed that this is all it's, – it's cable TV, reality show, and they, they bring that into Raw. I mean, to me, that's like a – you don't do that. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not a reality show fan of diva drama. That's not, <laughs> that's not what we do. That's yeah. not what we want to talk about. The show. That's not what magazines back in the day would want to talk about. That's not what it's it's to a, my, a demographic that aren't wrestling fans. They're drama yeah. fans. I don't yeah. want that. I don't want that to bleed into my show, which is Monday Night Raw. But it has. But you're right. Yeah, that's the bathroom break time. All the divas are coming on. It's time to warm up the nachos and go scrape snow off my car. And I'll be back in to watch the. Uh, watch the next match, which may not be any better. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it's highly unfortunate, man. Like, I just... I look at the the uh, females in WWE, and you can just tell by looking at them what WWE is going for. And I don't know. I guess that's that really is just the entertainment aspect versus the pro wrestling aspect. So... I don't know if I if they ever really wanted to get serious about the Divas division, then bottom line is you just hire female wrestlers and number one stop calling them divas. So yeah, yeah. I mean they used to not be divas. I mean they were yeah, actual. Used to be a I mean women's championship. <laughs> women's championship, and that went out the door. I mean probably in the mid. Well, I mean. But the thing when the Attitude Era, you had Sable, you had Tori, you had uh, Trish, Stratus, you had Lita. I mean, they could actually wrestle, though, is the thing. I mean, yeah. I don't want to – I say loosely. Both yeah. the major ones. I mean, you could actually – China, you could almost – you could say they can wrestle. They can put up their own. But now it's just so model, swimsuit. Edition Divas. Listen, and it I all think, went down the drain when Kelly Kelly beat Beth Phoenix. And I'm not a Divas Mark guys, but what, what Kelly Kelly beat Beth Phoenix. Just think about that. That right there tells you where the Divas division went wrong. That was a downfall, and it just hasn't revived itself since. And it's like they don't even – if you're going to have these sexy divas and everything, have evening gown matches again or whatever they – you know, I mean, it's <laughs> all it's good for, really. They do not deliver in the ring, and it just upsets me. And I, th- I would think that every wrestler in the backstage would be upset and say, this is not the way to represent ourselves. Yeah. They're not wrestlers. Those – those females on that roster, except for about four of them on the main roster, they're just, they're not wrestlers. 
their fitness models who were trained when they got to the WWE. It's it's that simple. <laughs> I mean, honestly, let's but, think about it. Who was who was the like I'm trying to think? Natalia, Paige, Emma. We know those were the females who got in it and were wrestlers. Like I can't. Maybe I'm blanking here on just the roster, but that's uh, the current crop. I think those are the only three, and I think all the other ones were trained once they got on board. So, I mean, it, it just – yeah, so we should expect it. I mean, they're not trying to appeal to us. And our demographic is 30 to 35-year-old men, so I guess it really isn't that serious. But it, it just goes back to what we said as a whole, the product as a whole. Tighten it up. Tighten it up, make it better. But uh, you know, that's a that's a losing battle. You can't fight that. I mean it is what it is, that's what creative is. We have a correct answer. We have Gorilla Monsoon was beaten up by Vader. Yes, it was Big Van Vader. But it was just Vader in uh WWE nineteen ninety six, I believe it was January if I can recall. But uh Gorilla Monsoon took over as uh, president for a while, and Vader said enough of that and took his whip out. Okay, so next trivia question. We've got, okay, remember when Goldust first debuted? Goldust first debuted. He had a feud with a certain wrestler, and uh, there was a segment on Raw where Goldust was out. He unzipped his suit to expose his chest, and he had a tattoo. He had a tattoo on his chest and had a certain superstar's name on that. Who was that superstar's name that he had on his chest in the heart? We are wrestling. We want to know. Twitter, we got chat room. Call in 347-884-8452 if you know the right answer. If you don't, I'll ask Ryan. If he doesn't know, then I'll answer the question. But I'm sure Ryan knows. If not, that's cool. But, Ryan, we've got a lot to talk about. We're still on the Royal Rumble. We've got uh, Cena versus Rollins versus Lesnar. That was a pretty big match. It, uh, I wouldn't say it was a horrible match. I liked it. However, I thought that uh, with Lesnar going out and uh, outside of the ring, EMTs came down. It was kind of a long time that he was just laying there, and it was like, if this dude's really hurt, let's get him up and out of here backstage, get him an ambulance and go to the hospital. But he was able to recover pretty quickly. To me, that seemed kind of weird. However, the match itself wasn't bad. I mean, they all took a lot of good hits. There was a lot of high spots. What's your take on it? Um, <clears throat> I love this match. I love everything they were trying. Well, I, I love 90... 90- Five percent of it, I thought the end got a little too gimmicky, too many kickouts, too many finishers. But God, that's nitpicking. But either way, I loved it. I love what they were trying to tell, what they were trying to say with the match. The double German suplex on J and J security was awesome. Um, Brock Lesnar catching Rollins off when he bounced off the top rope. That just Brock was on his A game, man. He kind of, he won me back because for a while there I was uh, wasn't really not, I don't want to say not into Brock. I was just a little upset. Like man, the dude took the title. He's not around. 
Like, I know how awesome he is. I just wish he worked the full schedule, you know, just even if it was for six months. Like, you know, those interviews yesterday he did, I mean, that was just, that was gold, man. But, uh, as, like I said, as for the match, yeah, he, he was outside now the ring for a while that seemed like more of a baby face spot when you do the uh, stretcher gimmick. So, I don't know what that was about. Um yeah, did anybody? Uh, did you catch the? <laughs> there was a part they were outside the ring, and I don't know if it was Rollins or Lesnar who did something to try to simulate slamming Cena into the stairs, the steel steps, and the way Cena sold it was just so bad. And I'm not a Cena hater, I'm not a Cena lover, but the way he sold it was just so awful. I don't know if anybody caught that, um, but yeah, that was real bad. Um, and just, yeah, after this match, man, once again, all praise goes to Seth, man. If you don't think he's he's a top star, he's not going to be ready soon, then I don't know. You guys are crazy. Uh, he's crazy. I'm not sold on him, but, again, I'm not going to say that, you know, it's, it's a total loss. I don't think his mics go that great. I, I, the curb stomp, I absolutely love the curb stomp. I'd really say that. Yeah. I think that's awesome. It's almost like See, I, I think the whiny mic skills are going with his character, man. It just, the dude seems legit, man. I think he's kind. He might be a jerk in real life. I don't know, but he just he's got the character down and just weaselly whining, you know. Um, all I can say is wait till that dude turns face down the road. Jeez. He'll, he'll be over big time when he turns face. If ever. <laughs> if ever. I can see that. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, that's great. But, I mean, we're just, I mean, we want to talk about this. Where does this put John Cena? Where is John Cena's status at? I mean, we've got Brock Lesnar. He's still the champion. Obviously, he's going against Roman Reigns and uh, <clears throat> WrestleMania. Uh, Seth Rollins still has money in the bank, so, I mean, he can use that at any time. This raises his stocks a bit, but where does yeah. John Cena sit? What's he going to do at WrestleMania? What's he going to do? Two things. Two options for Cena. I told Chris, if Cena goes on and faces Rusev, he has to do it for the U.S. title. They can't just not worry about the U.S. title. I know it's Cena. He's won all these world titles. But the U.S. title was his first singles title. So go back to it. Revive it. Bring the spinner back. I don't care. Have a little edge to you. Not being so much a heel, just have a little edge to you. Um, it's either that or after WrestleMania, the dude needs to just take a few months off. Just he's been going hard for, what, 12 years now? Something like that, 13? I don't know. Just It would work wonders for Cena if he just took six months off. I know the company probably can't afford it, but I guarantee there would be some of those Cena haters that if he took that time off and came back, they'd be like, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And then there's some people he's just so bad and awful to that, no. But what do you think? You don't think a good six-month break or – I just – I think a break would be wonders for him. That would be great for Cena because I can't remember the last time he's been out for a while. 
And uh, yeah. there's always seeing John Cena, John Cena, John Cena. But like it's now, he has no direction. He's got nowhere to go. I mean, who's going to – what's he got? <laughs> I mean, he's been defeated by Lesnar twice. And uh, you can question the second loss, big deal. Last night he lost you know, for sure because that was the way it was. There's nobody else. I mean, he can't build a feud within a couple weeks, even though WWE might want you to think they can. They can't. He's got to go away for a while. He's got something. He's got to revive himself. If he went away, I can, yeah, like you said, I can guarantee he would be relevant again six months from now if he just goes away. But are they going to do that with WrestleMania coming up? they got to do something with John Cena because people are want, want to want to see John Cena at WrestleMania. Or maybe at WrestleMania he goes away after that. Yeah, but they WrestleMania. What story do they have him in? I mean, right now he's just kind of hanging in limbo. What do you want to do with John Cena? Time off is just his best, would be his best friend. There is absolutely nothing left for John. Now that Taker's gone, well, probably more than likely retired, there is absolutely nothing left for John Cena. I mean, I well... I guess tie, was that he can tie Ric Flair's record or break it with another title win. That's, that's probably that's all that's left. I, I seriously, it, it's it's time for him to just take some time off, brother. Take some time off and do something. I mean, again, if I don't see him in six months and I see him again resurgent, there's a little bit of me that would be excited. I'm not a John Cena guy. I never have been. But I mean, he's he's star power, <laughs> so I can see him being gone for a while and coming back, refresh himself. But yeah, in the in the short run, I don't see anything happening with this guy, and I don't think anything's gonna. He, he's feuded with just about everybody. Who else does he have the feud with that would make any sense? Absolutely nothing. But we're gonna go on. We got the World Royal Rumble match, and I want to oh, mention no, wait, Flavor the forgot. You forgot the uh, the New Day against Kid and Cesaro. We can't leave that one out, that barn burner. Yes, of course. How could I? That was the opening match. New Day against Cesaro. I mean, I, what do you I think, think of the new? I figured Kid and Cesaro would win the match because they've jobbed the New Day for, like, would seem three straight weeks. I don't know. But the New Day, I just, I'm man. It's so positive that fans are negative to it because they're just the new day is just overly positive. Not really sure what they are. Maybe if they explain them more to us, like are they are they motivators? Are they cheerleaders? Are they religious? Is it a is it a rally squad? What are what is the new day like other than just three dudes that are happy? Like I don't understand what the new day is. I don't understand it either. I mean, the New Day is kind of like, um, they're just, <laughs> they don't know what to do with these guys, so they put them in a, a stable and expect to get over it. I just don't think it's going to get over. I mean, the thing with the, the New Day just really need to, I, you, it's like you said earlier in the show, fans are smarter now. 
They're not buying everything, this cookie cutter they type don't. of gimmick. <laughs> and maybe it's not for our demographic, but still, it, it, it's too corny. It's like, come on. And when they brought the group together, it looked like it was going to be these three guys who were all happy go lucky were just going to have an edge to them or something. And then that just went out the window, and then they come out and, like I said, the new day is a rally squad. They're essentially cheerleaders. Um, I would have been more happy with trying them, trying them out with an edge to them, just because. I mean, Kofi's never been healed. It's better than nothing. Try it out. I don't know. Try it out. I mean, the rally squad thing—it just doesn't work with fans. And if they even try to turn these guys heel, it's not going to work. I mean, it would bring be the t-shirt cannon out. Yeah, I mean, bring the t-shirt cannon out. It's it's not uh, it's not relevant with the WWE and uh, it's, again it's almost like a last ditch effort with these guys and it's almost like I bet almost they could recruit our truth and it would be the same yeah it'd be the same new day it just wouldn't our truth is better to stay out of it I yeah but on the other of, note on the other note how awesome is Kid and Cesaro like. That's fact. That I, I love that team, man. I it's I love the tease, but that's more of it is the tease. I mean the, the tag team division shambles. I mean it's just so horrible to say that. If it is, <laughs> is it, am I crazy? Will the Will the Ascension save the tag team division because the Ascension gets so much heat? It, 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 it happens. <laughs> that's a shame. But <laughs> they just they build them so so badly. Jobbers, New Age Outlaws. Yeah. I bet there's nobody else. And who else can they go against today to make them prominent? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, the there, well, there's teams there. There's there's teams there. They're just not Dang. using it right. Not using it right, and the WWE just doesn't have it right. But the tag team division, uh, it could be so much more. I mean, really. Yeah, well, I think it's the curse of the uh, the copper belts. Those belts are so awful that it makes the division awful as a whole. So blame the penny belts. I blame the penny belts, and I blame that they have Spartan helmets on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on. The tag team division looks graceful, looks horrible. I think we got a belt that would look great on them.
that was beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan your chair. Ben, this is it. When we are in the Ryan Ben tonight. Derek and Ryan. We are living it up. Pancakes and power slams. The Buckeyes forever. Ryan's Den. What about the Royal Rumble match itself? How do you rank that among all the Royal Rumbles of all time? Our flavor of the week tonight is the top three Royal Rumbles, in our opinion. How does this measure up to your top ten Royal Rumbles, your top five, your top two, top one? Is it one of the record books, or is it one that you just say, meh? Uh, it's not a meh, and it's not a record book, but it's definitely going to be memorable. Um, I, I'm i not bitter or anything with the Reigns win. I like Reigns. Um, I'm in the popular consensus of I wanted Daniel Bryan to win. Roman Reigns won. I'll take what I get. I think that uh, after yesterday's little interview, I think Brock and Roman have a big fight feel to them. Uh, Lesnar will, I feel like Lesnar will do everything he can to make Roman Reigns look good and put him over, hopefully. Um, I just, I, I really... I really would have liked to see Daniel Bryan finish what he started, and that is get the WWE title. You know, well, first win the Rumble, win the Mania, and uh, just carry out the title, man. Just not have it stripped from him. Have some feuds and hold the title for longer than CM Punk did. I don't know. He could have took that title all the way to next Mania. Um, I'm sure it would have been. Yeah, it would have been good, but like I said, Roman wins, Roman wins, Roman wins. Uh, It's just too soon. At the earliest, maybe I would have had Roman win the title at SummerSlam this year, and that's really, that's a big maybe, but uh, I don't know. Um, As for the Rumble leading everything else besides Roman and Brian, uh, it started off great. I mean, Bubba Ray Dudley, are you kidding me? I didn't see that one coming. I mean, I knew it was Philly, but that was a surprise entry. I I did not see coming. Um, I think him and Truth both missed the what's up there because I remember, if I remember correctly, Bubba used to do say, what's up, and Truth could have said what's up too, so I was a little off. But uh That's cool. Yeah, Bray Bray looked dominant as heck, man. I'm just like, wow, they're trying to do something with Bray again and then he gets disragged out. I mean he just Bray, Dean and Ziggler, Ryback, those were the guys that you would have thought they would have tried to make look good. Instead they just got tossed like a sack of potatoes. Like what I haven't seen Rumble eliminations. I, I can't remember seeing Rumble eliminations like that on so-called big-name guys ever. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. I know I've probably seen it before. But, man, I know Ziggler oversells, but geez, the way they threw him, Dean, Bray, and Ryback out was just awful. So, 
I don't know. Uh, and then at the end, I'm just like, where's Rusev? Where's Rusev? Uh, they do that spot. That's almost the same spot as uh, Del Rio and Santino from a few years ago where Santino came up and or Del Rio thought he had won and Santino comes up behind him. But um, I don't know. It just I'm okay with Roman. I'll see what I get. Uh, like I said, it just it, it, the first time seeing them interact, Roman and Brock, it feels like it has a big fight feel. So who knows, man? Maybe we'll be shocked, but I, I just I don't know. And for all those people saying, oh, well, you wanted Roman to win last year, but you didn't this year. No, it was we didn't want Batista to win. And I like Batista, too, but he just, come on. Did did they really think we wanted the main event of WrestleMania 30 to be Randy Orton and Batista? And you know, I'm a, I'm Randy Orton's just, I'm like, he's my favorite. But still, Randy Orton versus Batista at WrestleMania 30, get the heck out of here. It, it could have been anybody in that ring last year versus Batista, and we would have rooted for them. Uh, but I guess, and the good out of this is, that with the Roman win, that's hard to say, Roman win, that they are, at least they're pushing young talent. We've been asking for it forever, and, hey, we finally got it. So there you go. Ah, there you go. Ryan's take on the Royal Rumble. You know what? It's it's, it's Bubba Ray Dudley, exactly. I could not. I was so ecstatic when he came out. That was great. But the only thing with the Royal, Royal Rumble last night, you didn't have too many people that were actually that were dominant. I mean, it was it wasn't it was always like there's a few selected wrestlers in the ring, and that was it. You didn't have a big you know cumulation of sorts. You had the Boogeyman come out, DDP. Yeah. That was to see. You know, of course, Bubba Ray Dudley. Like I said just a second ago, I mean, that was fun to see. At the end, you had Kane, Big Show, Ambrose, Reigns. I mean, like you said, a sack of potatoes. That's exactly what they look like. I mean, that was, I mean, with Daniel Bryan going out, and especially when he was let go, and they let him out. He went back. A few minutes later, everybody was chanting his name. That was an absolute miscarriage of justice. And it was just, you can't have somebody like that be in the Rumble, and then just be taken out so fast. He should have been one of the last few. That didn't happen. So many people were upset. I, it was, like I said, he wasn't even in the match anymore. People were chanting his name. That's what you've got with yeah. this guy. That's, you have to hold and on to that. You have to take that. While you're talking about it, let me ask you this. What was the point of even having him in the match? Not only that, Why'd you even bring him back from injury so soon and and do all that? When you knew you were going with Roman Reigns, you knew the fans wanted Daniel Bryan. So now you're putting more heat on Reigns by bringing Bryan back too early. If they don't bring Bryan back, then we're like, oh, I don't know. Can he wrestle? Is he going to retire? What's he going to do? You know, we're not worried about it. But, if you know, maybe that softens the blow for Roman winning. Because I know... most it's of the smart fans, yeah, it's not like there's the the IWC is thinking, 
oh, it's Roman too quick. I think it's more of it should be Daniel Bryan's spot. And they're, and that's right. That's 100% right. I'm sorry. When somebody's on fire and that hot, you go with them. You ride it out as long as you can. Right as long as you can. And they're thinking, well, Daniel Bryan had his spot last WrestleMania. Well, I mean, that that's was Stone Cold had three in a row. <laughs> I mean, I know that is, let's, that's different. It's Stone Cold, but come on. You can have more than one WrestleMania moment. Exactly. And that's just, and they totally robbed that from Daniel Bryan. What's going to happen? I mean, WrestleMania is the end of March. That's not, that's like 40 days away. It's, <laughs> they've got 40 days to right this wrong. With the, uh, and again, with Roman Reigns winning, I'm not upset with that. But it seemed as if the Royal Rumble was so predicted. Anybody could have yeah. said, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, that's what happened. And it was disappointing, and especially with Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar. And their last night with their uh, interview at Monday Night Raw, that was fine. It made it a little more believable. Paul Heyman played a really big part in that and really made it seem legitimate. So I'll give him that much. But Daniel Bryan, what's he going to do in Is he going to be in a blindfold match with Rick Rude or Jake Snake or Albert. I mean, what what are they going to do with him to yeah. make it relevant? I, I well, let me say this. I'll get back to where I think Brian will go. Um, but Vince has really contradicted himself here because in his interview with Austin some you know month or two ago, he said the the whole brass ring grab the brass ring con. Do you did Roman Reigns grab the brass ring, or is the brass ring being handed to him? Handed to him, of course. I mean, nobody's yeah. behind him. <laughs> Fast track. I mean, I mean you can't it. sit up here and say go for the brass ring when you got somebody like Daniel Bryan who. He was in what WWE? What five years before he won the, their main title, the WWE title? He won us over. I mean, true, a lot of people knew about him from the Indies before, but for the fans who didn't, I mean, come on. He literally won the crowd over, and then you say, "No, let's go with the rookie," you know, who's not ready, but uh, yeah, let's have him have the title while he gets ready to be a superstar. And I, I like Roman. Man. I just I don't want to pile on him. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure down the road I'll be Roman Reigns crazy one day. So maybe well, I hope. Maybe or you hope, but again, but traditionalists like us, we just don't can't be handed a title like that. And it's just it's yeah. not going to work. With well, coming out later. I love The Rock. I love to see The Rock. They only did that to help boost Roman Reigns, I think, because they, they were pretty unsure yeah. that I wasn't over with the fans, and it didn't, and The Rock coming out didn't really help. Yeah, you get that, yeah. oh, The Rock, yeah, all right, yeah. But, uh, again, Roman Reigns. Yeah. I was Not like, so much. If, yeah, if Roman Reigns is so ready and so over, then he didn't need Rock to come out. That just, uh, 
That's not good. That's not good. But I don't know. And and I used to be, you can ask Chris, I used to be the biggest rock fan, but I've kind of soured on him. Uh, I don't hate him or anything like that. I just It's not the same, even though it is kind of the same old shtick, but I don't know. I just don't have as much love for The Rock as I once did. I don't know. I love The Rock, and I love the shtick. However, again, it's it's at a different degree this time. It's not – this is for The Rock. This wasn't The Rock's moment. It was Roman Reigns' moment. And they needed The Rock to make Roman Reigns seem, oh, he's a legit person. He is a legit person yeah. to beat Brock Lesnar. He's going to – he's got The Rock's approval. Well, I'm, you know what, <laughs> you know. That's great. The Rock can yeah. do all he wants. It comes down, it's Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And to me, this day, today, Brock Lesnar is the better champion representative for the WWE. Whether his contract yeah. is up after WrestleMania, he goes back to UFC, I don't know. But with the whole PG era and the Brock Lesnar having the title, I mean, it's done good for the WWE. It really has. I get excited when Brock Lesnar is going to come out on Raw because I know, it's, okay, something's going to happen. You've got yeah. this, you see it, and it's you know, it's not the best thing for business because he's a part-timer, but he's a, he's a believable character that you can get behind and say, okay, this guy's going to beat this guy's butt, and that's just the way it is. It, it's Monday Night Raw featuring Brock Lesnar. He got legitimate heat from me for not being around with the title. I was so upset. And then he shows up, and I'm like, oh, man, Brock is so good. I'm like, geez, man. Like, he just – they're they, some of the things they do right, and when they do them right, it's great. But then when they do some things wrong, it's just super bad. But, but Brock Lesnar is definitely one of the things they've done right. If they could just get him on a full-time schedule for one year, it would be so awesome. But I understand that why should the dude do it? They'll give him whatever schedule he wants, and uh, he's going to draw them money. So, yeah, it's business. He'll draw them money. It's a business. But why can't they have somebody under their own contract full-time that can – do what Brock does. I mean, like with Stone Cold. That's, that's, you that's very true. That's your making valid point. I mean, for crying out loud, they they can do that with people they have now. They can do that with yeah. Dolph Ziggler. They can do that with Rusev. And they can do that. I mean, seeing as old school now, pretty much. But yeah. they just don't put faith in their up and comers. And I mean, Dean Ambrose. Reigns, give him another year or two. He can do yeah. that. But and and speak, yeah. speaking of Rusev, the guy debuted in the Rumble last year. Full circle 12 months later, look at him now. and made a star. I'm not saying he's the main eventer, but, I mean, he's legitimately – I'm interested when Rusev is in a match, you know, like when he's in a feud. Which it, if they can build somebody in a year like that, I know they can do it with other people, especially guys, like you said, that are already established, like Ziggler. So, I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, they should have spent this year building Reigns that way, but uh, we'll see. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean it's a full year and look at Rusev. Why can't they do that with other superstars? That's insane. They can't because they don't know how anymore. And if it's a different creative team, their creative team's been in shambles for a while. People have been fired. I mean, Triple H wants one thing. Vince McMahon wants another thing. Yeah. It's almost like they only want to care about the main event. And then whatever is in the, the mid-card or lower, they just like, hey, we'll go out there and do whatever. Like, the only thing they put passion into is the main event, and they overdo it. I don't know why they don't care about the mid-card anymore, but that's insane to me. It's insane, and it's something that Chris and I have been going back and forth against forever. You can't. The main event, and the main event doesn't deliver. That's the thing. It's the pay-per-view. The main event does not deliver. The mid-card doesn't deliver. It's just a throwaway. It's like watching a compressed Monday Night Raw. It doesn't do it. Yeah. Oh, that was one thing. It, it, that was the Attitude Era got that right. Top to bottom, you cared about the storyline. Like top to bottom, all the wrestlers weren't great, but top to bottom, from beginning to end, from Pyro to the end of signing off of Austin drinking beers at the end of an episode, you cared about every segment. Every segment. I mean, you could have Al Snow and Boss Man and. You know, remember when Boss Man made Al Snow eat Pepper, his dog? So, stuff like that. It was goofy, but you still cared. There was interest there. It was interesting. It was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got somebody on the line right now. I think we want to bring them in. Please tell us where you're from and your name. Chris Featherstone. Chris is in the house. Woo! And again, we're doing fine without you, but okay, you can come in. Give us your two cents. We'll see what's going on, man. How you been? I was wait. I was waiting for that uh, smarky comment from from Derek. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm doing great. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm I'm incredibly exhausted. Um, welcome the new baby boy. At 9:32 p.m. on Monday, and uh, I'm feeling good, but I am exhausted. Though I'm grateful, I'm thankful, um, I'm I'm incredibly just um, <laughs> words cannot express the uh, overwhelming support that I've received um, over the past uh, couple of days, even before that, really. Um, but I'm just really, really, really thankful that. Um, that you guys are just, just, just really, my my uh, my right hand uh, peeps, and just I'm just really really honored that I have an amazing team at Crave Wrestling that I can step away, and that both of you do a fantastic job uh, holding the fort down. Pancakes and power slams shall live forever. Hey, Chris, you still there? Yep. Hey, I asked at the top of the show, I asked Derek, uh, Featherstone Edition going to be a Seth Rollins fan, or what are we working oh. on? <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but but I tell you what, though, it, it, I'm torn because my oldest boy, my two-year-old, he's a Cena fan, and uh, it, it hurts me 
But, uh, you know, and I've said it on the show before, my, my affinity for my son far outweighs my uh, disdain for John Cena. But I, I, I think already he's only a, a day and, and a two and a half hours old almost. I, I think he's going to be more of a... Um, uh, more more of a Chris Jericho fan. I think he's going to be just like his daddy. Uh, he's going to be a Booker T man, a fan dog. Uh, Booker T's going to be in his fave five dog. Real quick before before I uh, uh, get back to uh, doing what I do best, which is um, loving wrestling and but more than that, uh, being a family man. Royal, Royal Rumble, I do want to address that. I do have an announcement today. I, I promised uh, the world as far as uh, episode 150. But as far as Royal Rumble is concerned, um, oh, man, I, I don't even know where to start. I, I'm going to tell you the, there was only one good thing about the entire Royal Rumble match. Two two things, two things. The one One much lesser than the other. Uh, one, the whole Miz Dow uh, tug of war that he had with looking at Miz and going into the ring. I like that. That was good story building. Uh, but more than anything in the entire show, uh, Bubba Ray, Dudley coming back. I know it's a one shot deal, and, and reports are saying that, you know, Bubba's interested, but it was a one shot deal because they're in Philly, but they're up. You know the, the 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 doors are open as far as uh, a uh, a contract is concerned, but I tell you what, based on our based on what we saw at the Rumble, I would absolutely love a, a reformation of R- Rowan and Harper because R- Rowan is not doing anything right now. He I liked I like the I like the the experiments of Rowan being a face, but they're doing absolutely nothing with him as a face. And so, therefore, uh, you know, I just want to just turn him heel and line him back with Harper. Why can't we have a Rowan and Harper versus Dudley Boys match at WrestleMania that would be absolutely spectacular for what we saw? And um, as far as Roman Reigns is concerned, and, uh, you know, uh, I wrote a very controversial article today uh, on Bleacher Report. Um, I I am a Roman Reigns. I'm going to officially call myself a Roman Reigns apologist. Uh, it's official tonight. Pancakes and Power Slam show. It's official. I am a Roman Reigns apologist. Why? Because I'm so fed up of the smart community. Just. <sighs> Dis, dis, dismissing people so quickly. The guy's been wrestling for four years, and he's been on the main screen for two years and some tax. Give the guy a chance. And I wrote an article. I wrote an article previously on Beach Report about how much I do, I didn't want Roman Reigns to win the, the Royal Rumble for the sake of protecting his character. Daniel Bryan winning the Royal Rumble in Philly would have, the place would have been bananas. But Roman Reigns wins, and I kept telling people, I kept telling people this on on Twitter. I was tweeting about it all night. Why in the world? And and WWE knows they they've been dealing with Philly for a long time. 
I remember they had an ECW there um, a, a bunch of times, but the ECW, they, they understand the ECW crowd, and they understand they understand smart cities like Philly and Chicago. They're, they're just not having. They're breathing their own. They don't, you know, they could they, they could stone everybody in Crockett, Carolina, if they had a chance to. But the thing is with that is they notice they're a smart city. Why in the world would you have Roman Reigns, the next WWE manufactured guy, which I'm totally okay with because I like Roman Reigns a lot, but if you're protecting his character, why would he win the Royal Rumble and go against Brock Lesnar in something that seems so premature? I just don't like how they're doing Roman Reigns already. And he's and he's already in store for a Cena-style push, which would just garner more and more and more booze. I, I just don't like what they're doing with it. I wasn't okay with Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble. He wasn't my... Well, I was okay with him winning the Royal Rumble, but he certainly wasn't my my primary preference of winning the Royal Rumble. The confrontation on, on Raw kind of, you know, it kind of put a little extra layer on the storyline. You know, it wasn't horrible. I like, you know, the Rock rub at, at Royal Rumble just seemed so desperate. And I was saying, uh, I, I was having a few discussions, the only way that Roman Reigns would get some type of salvaging from the horrible atrocity that we saw at the Royal Rumble, Fastlane's main event has to be, it has to be, Big Show and Kane versus Roman Reigns and The Rock. That would be the only way that Roman Reigns would get some type of salvaging from the horrible, horrible non-protection that WWE is giving him, especially at Royal Rumble. I did not like it at all. So, thank you so much. And, uh, and a special announcement before I go. Uh, uh, episode 150, two weeks away. Of course, the Pancakes and Power Slams series. We've had interview series. We've had so many fun interviews throughout the past three years almost. Matt Taven was our most... Uh, uh, recent one did a fantastic job. I now would like to announce on episode 148 that in two weeks we're, up as, we're celebrating our 150th episode, and the guest host for the 150th episode of Pancakes and Power Slams is none other than Danny T. G. Ladies and gentlemen, he will be guest hosting Pancakes and Power Slams. Episode 150. I'm so excited to interview and to have JTG be the guest host. And I'm sure, like I said before, teased it. You know, he was a recently released superstar. People was wondering why, you know, he was still around for a long time. They had so many opportunities to make him a, a star. He's a very good wrestler, very good wrestler. And people, you know, the the, the the tweet that he had about I shouldn't have answered the phone, which was very funny. So we're, I'm very interested in what, what happened with that release and, you know, how do you feel about it? Did he see it coming? There's so many things that we're going to talk to JTT about, JTG about, and I'm really, really excited. So 
Derek, Ryan, you guys are absolutely amazing. I really appreciate uh, you guys. Both are good friends of mine, and I appreciate you both, man. You guys enjoy the rest of the show. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Pancakes and Power Slams. We've got so much coming up in the next couple weeks. If you don't tune in, then you are not a wrestling fan, obviously. So, we're going to that. We've got Flavor of the Week tonight. Flavor of the Week is the best three pay-per-view Royal Rumbles of all time. Ryan's got his picks. I've got my picks. The whole world have their picks. So, uh, Rock, we've got uh, we've got a good uh, twenty minutes left. So, I mean, let's uh, let's focus on uh, what's going down in wrestling today. Also, we've got our uh, we've got our trivia question. I don't have any right answer. Ryan, do you know the right answer? When gold dust, this will be gold dust. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take a shot in the dark here. Ugh. You said it was the wrestler's name he was feuding with. He was feuding with, yeah. He came out in the ring and he unzipped his uh, one piece, uh-huh. whatever you want to call it. He had yeah. a heart tattoo chest, and there was the wrestler's name that was on that. Ugh. And and after that, Gold Dust got a pretty big beat down from this particular. Superstar? Was it Roddy Piper? It was not. Oh. I'm afraid it was it not. Was it was right. Ramon. That's what I was going to say, but I would have been wrong because I would have said Scott Hall. That was so, a pretty good technically. Huge, uh, yeah. They had a huge uh, melee back, backstage. There was a big backstage fight between it. But, uh, I mean, that was great. But, um, okay. We pretty much covered the Royal Rumble tonight. I and mean, is there anything you want to talk about as far as, you know, like Roman Reigns? Um, um, winning the well, what's the future of the WWE within the next few months leading up to WrestleMania? I just uh, – we, we were going to talk about Brian and where we thought he might go. Um no matter what, I just don't see them putting him in that title match because it would have to be a triple threat again. And this mania is kind of like a spot filler. I don't think this mania – well, of course, this mania is the biggest. It's 30 because 30 was the anniversary number. Um, so they knew last year that they had to listen to the fans. Um, so I think Brian will be left out in the cold on that title match. As for where he goes, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I know he still talked about it during the interview, but I don't know. Does somebody else slide in there? Does it become a four-way? And when I think about a four-way main event at WrestleMania, I think of WrestleMania 2000, and then I go vomit. So, let's not I don't want a four-way. Um I just, I honestly do not know how to book Brian. Maybe they do somehow get him in there, but at this point, I'm just saying stick to your guns, WWE. But I just, I don't know how to book him. Uh, I, apparently, they don't know how. I know they don't know how to book Randy Orton either. That's why he hasn't been back. 
Um, so I don't know what goes down for him. Uh, who else is there? Sheamus, he'll come back. What does he do? What is I, I got a feeling he'll go against Wade Barrett or something. Uh, I don't know, Sheamus. man. It's WrestleMania season, and all we know is, what, we got uh, Lesnar and Reigns, and um, that's the only thing solid. I guess I'm guessing that they said Cena and Rusev are fast lane. I'm guessing there's some sort of swerve there and that leads to the next month that mania. So I I just I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to sit down for a few hours in a room with a room full of people and logically think it through. Oh wait, that's what creative is supposed to do. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, this is the WrestleMania season. WrestleMania season, there's nothing really. You know, got Roman Reigns against uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, you know, and that's great, and that's fine. But there's nothing else on the card yet that really. What are they going to do with Daniel Bryan? I, they just don't know what to do with yeah. these people. They don't know what to do with anyone. And that. It's a stalemate. That's so much. And doggone it, it just... I wish I could be on creative and just kind of help out. You know, hey, why don't... You've got uh, Seamus. Where's he been? Obviously, he's been hurt, but you don't have anything for him. You don't have anything for Daniel Bryan. You don't have anything for anybody other than Brock Lesnar. They're saying, you know... Uh, Triple H against Sting. That would be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Great. See, I, I'm not so sure. On paper, it sounds amazing. And I, I don't even want to say on paper. Yes, it, it's an awesome match. You get to see it. Both guys are amazing. But Triple H jobbing again at Mania, like, dude, come on. If you're going to just keep jobbing, and, and that's so Triple H. He waits till he's this old. A job. He would never, he rarely jobbed before, but whatever. Um, I don't know. It's just back to back jobs for him. So I, Chris didn't like it, but of course I love it. Uh, I said, why not have Seth Rollins take on Sting? Seth Rollins could, you know, I don't want to say make Sting look good, but he could move better than Triple H. And even if Seth Rollins, well, he would have to take the job because I wouldn't put. Sting over Rollins at a Mania, or Rollins over Sting at a Mania. Rollins could lose that match and still be, you know, okay, because he could come out whining about it like his kill character does. So, I don't know. But Maybe our, I wonder if our listeners, I wonder if our listeners know that I like Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm sure they do. But the <laughs> thing is, I don't Sting. I mean, if he lost to Seth Rollins or if Rollins beat if Rollins beat Sting, that'd be good. I don't think the WWE would really recognize it as a huge turning point for Rollins. Right. He's still Mike the Bank yeah, winner. He's yeah. had a now. No, there there would be no reason for him to beat Sting. It's 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 still Sting. I'm more of the guy who I wasn't a big WCW guy in high school and even in middle school. So uh, I go back and watch the. WCW on the network now, and I gotta be honest, I'm more, I'm more of a fan of the blonde surfer sting than I am of the crow sting. Now, there's people that would probably 
think I'm crazy, but I, I really enjoy, from what I've seen, <laughs> I've enjoyed that thing more. Yeah. And there's a thing where they don't want him to use the baseball bat in WWE because it's uh, not PG. But, again, Triple H can use the uh, sledgehammer. Yeah. From time yeah, to time. Yeah. And then it's, 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 a sledgehammer's not as accessible as a baseball bat is. And some guys yeah, can but, do uh, headshots. And some guys can. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with Sting, I just wish they would really – it's like they're almost afraid to use him to his potential. And I know the guy's in his mid-50s, but, I mean, the, he can still go. The dude has stuff in him. I'm not a Sting guy. I've never been a Sting guy. But he's got he's got something that WWE needs. He's got that Ross potential. He's got that Stone Cold Steve Austin potential. But even yeah. more because thing, and he's never been in WWE. But him to go against Triple H in WrestleMania would be great. Oh, only no if they doubt. did it. Only if they did it right. But I mean, that would be the only other match that they have. They WrestleMania right now, I don't think has really anything that interests wrestling fans to make it the Super Bowl of wrestling. Yeah, and it was just a year ago that they had arguably probably the the greatest show they've put on maybe ever. WrestleMania 30 gave us everything we wanted except The Undertaker winning. Like, that Uh that show was awesome. It was just a year ago. (laughs) And now they're just like, eh, we're going to wait until 32 when we get to Texas and try to get 100,000, you know. I think this WrestleMania is that they're not too – Worried about this WrestleMania. Something's telling me that. They're not worried. And last years of WrestleMania was great. I want to say that loosely. The Undertaker lost. I mean, I'm still. You watch that and you see the the reaction. It's a moment you'll never forget. Dude, I didn't watch that match again until about maybe a month ago. And I was just like, wow, it's been a whole year almost, since I've watched this match. Like, I couldn't watch it again because I just didn't believe it. There were so many things I remembered wrong. So, yeah. Let's not harp on that because we'll get sick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That Brock Lesnar, that made Brock Lesnar's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. But what what does that do a year from now? Yeah. So it's almost uh, it's a double, like I said, double-edged sword. If Undertaker comes back, I mean, it's almost he should have been back by now. WrestleMania season. I mean, WrestleMania is not. I'm like fine with Taker being retired. I'm fine with Taker being retired. I, I yeah, think that uh, yeah, just for his story going out on a loss at his age and his character, it. it it, it's right. He doesn't need to come back and avenge anything. There's nothing else he can do. And I just yeah. leave it as it is and just go with it. it may, again, it made Brock Lesnar the champion that he is today. It made him the figure that WWE can use because they still mentioned 21 and 1. And, yeah. I mean, I, that works in Brock Lesnar's favor, and that's great. But once Brock Lesnar's gone, what else do they have? Nothing. Cena's got nothing. Roman Reigns is a, a paper champion as of now. But, again, in a few weeks, I could be telling a whole different story. Yeah. 
almost what are we going to do with it and what's going to happen. Well, we've got that to go. WrestleMania is WrestleMania. I'm going to watch it. It's a Super Bowl of everything. Ladies and gentlemen, pancakes and power slams. We still have flavor of the week to talk about the best three Royal Rumbles of all time. I've got my top three. I'm sure Ryan does. Ryan's got a lot of top threes. Anything else you want to say, Ryan, before we go into flavor of the week? We got a lot to talk about. Um, just any of those people down on Roman. Just I'm with Chris, man. Just just give it a chance. We'll see. I I understand thinking it's too soon, but just give it a chance. Uh, give it a chance. And it's going to be great. I mean, it should. But, again, you want to think about what's going to go on to Daniel Bryan's and the and the Bad News Barrett and Dolph Ziggler's. I mean, it's – Yeah. It's, we still have another pay-per-view before WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not forget that. It's called Fastlane. I don't think any matches have been <laughs> scheduled yet. It's going to be a throwaway pay-per-view, I'm sure. I mean, the WWE has given us nothing but – Trash pay-per-views for the past couple of years. What can you expect from this? I don't. I don't <laughs> see a whole lot from Fastlane. <laughs> it's just going to be a throwaway yeah. pay-per-view. Sure. It's going to be like it's pretty much going to be another Monday Night Raw. And I mean, even Raw gets more results than the pay-per-views do this day. But. Uh, it could be a lot going on. We're just going to have to see what's going on. But we do have a lot. Flavor of the week. Best three Roy Rumbles of all time. We've got a lot to talk about. Ryan, what's yep. your first favorite? Your first favorite Roy Rumble of all time? Um, I, I'm going to go with the 2002 Rumble. Um, simply because that was the first time you had all three brands in the Rumble. Uh, ECW, WCW, and WWF at the time. Uh, pretty cool. And another amazing stat. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm almost 100% positive, but that was the only time ever Mr. Perfect and Kurt Angle were in a wrestling ring together. So think about how awesome a match between those two could have been. That would have been absolutely awesome. That is such a great point. Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect against the perfect <laughs> Kurt Angle. I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's a great – that is absolutely awesome. That would be a dream match. I'd love Kurt Angle to come back to WWE. He would be a great factor in it now, I think. And it's, it's, I think he wants to kind of be like, oh, I should be the part-time Brock Lesnar. That's great. But no, we want Kurt Angle. We want him to come back. My favorite of all is probably WrestleMania 1992. That's my favorite. And that was almost like a who's who of wrestling. You had the Shawn Michaels. You had Ric Flair, Hogan. Everybody was in that match. That is the absolute number one best, in my opinion, as far as everything goes. And uh, you know, Ric Flair won it. You won the actual title from that. It wasn't like a trip to WrestleMania and all that, which they've done in recent years, which is a great twist to it. 
But the that was an absolute gem as far as uh, Royal Rumbles go. Yeah, and then down the road, Ric Flair, Macho Man was way better than what Ric Flair and Hogan would have been. So, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, my second 2005 Royal Rumble. Uh, just because I like how it showcased the future with Cena and Batista at the end. Uh, and I'm not sure if that was a work or what, but how they both fell out at the same time at the end. I don't know if Batista was just supposed to win there or what, but uh, I think that was pretty cool. And then uh, <laughs> it was just funny Vince running out afterwards and then getting in the ring and hurting himself, tearing both his quads. Like, dude, what are you doing? He got in the how many times has Vince gotten a wrestling ring? And then at that moment, when they were live on a big stage, he tears his quad. Of course. Of course, man. Uh, second one, the Royal Rumble match itself wasn't as spectacular, but the 1991 Royal Rumble, I remember with uh, Macho Man Randy Savage came out and hit the uh, Ultimate Warrior in the face with a scepter, which again made the... Uh, Sergeant Slaughter became the champion, and that led up to WrestleMania Seven. That, to me, that was one of the first War Rumbles that really led to the War Rumble to 1991 WrestleMania Seven, except for when it was uh, the year before 1990, I believe, when uh, the Ultimate Warrior against Hulk Hogan, Intercontinental Championship against the World Championship at WrestleMania Six. But the 91 Royal Rumble, to me, I thought it was great. Not from the match itself, but uh, from the build-up. Had a few matches before that, and it really hit home to me. I loved that angle with Sergeant Slaughter winning the title, just for the fact that the Macho King ran in. Hit Ultimate Warrior and had the scepter. Any memories from that? Uh, yeah, no, just, uh, talking about Slaughter and the title, um, the, what was it, like, lavender colored at the time, so that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, What's your top one and then just, of all time? Yeah, just my last one, my third one here, uh, couldn't really think of anything, too, that stood out too dynamic, so I just went with the 2011, the 40, just because it was 40 men in the Rumble. I thought that concept was pretty cool. Um, you know, it, was, it made it longer. They had long points. I think that was Nexus and CM Punk had a long part where you were like, whoa, how the heck are they going to get these guys eliminated? So, And then, like I said earlier, that was Santino probably getting his career-high moment of – coming one elimination away from maybe winning a mania. So that was pretty goofy. Um, yeah, 40 men rumble. I think that should happen a little more often. That was great. And they were supposed to have 40 men Royal rumble this year, but they uh, decided to mix yeah. last minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever you want to do. The Royal rumble this year was a uh, typical pay-per-view. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Pancakes and Power Slams. We've got to go. I'm sorry, 90 minutes is never enough, but we had Ryan. This was the Ryan's Den tonight. We uh, stayed in Ryan's Den tonight. We had a great time. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Fuqua, 
Pancakes and Power Slams. This is Derek. God bless everybody. Good night. We love wrestling. Enjoy the wrestling week. Enjoy your new children. He's got a beautiful family, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to go. I'm sorry. 90 minutes is never enough. Pancakes and Power Slams. Good night. And we don't have all much time. Nine seconds is all we've got. So I just want to say everything is cool. Peace. Love you all. Good night. Wrestling forever. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.